Guys in Short Sports Los Angeles, your favorite place for all things Los Angeles sports. We're right here on this very podcast every week, bringing you all you want to know in, in LA sports. Get, get through the crap and right to the good stuff. The meat. Meat and potatoes. Yeah. Our, our opinions. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody loves <laughs> those. They are great. You can follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts. Is it sports or LA? Oh I never get, I get a confused. Twitter is different Twitter's than LA. Instagram. Yeah, they're all a little bit different. Yeah, I mean, just Google us. All right. Yeah, but <laughs> don't definitely, us. definitely, we're a great but, follow if you can find us. Yeah, <laughs> but this is our hundred and fifth episode. Yeah, and still Jeff know. still doesn't yeah. know. Yeah. 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 I have it in my notes, but I was trying to free. We're off to it. a great start. Yeah, <laughs> good, good stuff. All right. If, if you know you're what? listening to us, yeah, congratulations. You, through some miracle, you found us. Yes. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Great point. Absolutely. Uh, tonight we're talking Lakers. We got a little Dodgers to talk about. Maybe Ooh. we'll uh, touch on the Angels because I feel like that's fair and balanced. All right. Let's do it. Vic has some thoughts on the Kings. Yeah. And, of course, we got to talk MLS, even though... Um, you'll be listening to the Guys in Shorts <laughs> FC show for say most quickly, of your soccer. Say it quickly so ben, <laughs> ben, so ben doesn't cut us off here. <laughs> I'm drawing this intro out as long as possible just for you, Ben. Yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> you guys talk too much. Let's do it. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Murray sucks. Murray sucks. Murray sucks. Who's Murray? Yeah, I, which, which one? <laughs> Eddie Murray? He is. You guys were Laker fans. Man, everybody just turned off the podcast right now. The beef. Yeah, because you started yeah. chanting. <laughs> no, because you don't know what it is. <laughs> hey, look, that's Darren Mesa. <laughs> What's going on, LA? <laughs> yeah, and Ben Garcia. Hoopty who? <laughs> what? Oh, come on. I want, I want some, that I want some emphasis. Uh, yeah, You're yeah. not going to get it. Ben, <laughs> I'm disappointed in Vic. Hoopty who? Now, now everyone tuned out of the podcast. <laughs> Let's move right on to Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. <laughs> hoopty hoo! There it is! That's how you bring a hoopty hoo! How it's done! Yeah! That's a. Uh, Hammer, you just redeemed yourself for showing up with an umbrella. <laughs> Your inverted umbrella, by the way. You know, the funny thing is, yeah. is I showed up with an umbrella and I said, these guys are going to give me crap for carrying an you, umbrella. You had to walk. We're, we're giving you 20... crap because you're wearing a diaper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe fair. 20 wow, yards nicely, from your nice, car. Well, nicely played there. Yeah, but I have electronics in, in my the bag. rain. <laughs> Nothing ever hurt electronics. <laughs> it was a light sprinkle, if that. Hey, it, was, it was raining? But I'm dry. You are you are dry, and and we appreciate and it. No anal leakage but has you, affected you. Hence anyway. you being dry. Yeah, I did put some yeah. plastic down hey, though. Yeah. He's wearing a face. I, I noticed that. <laughs> Welcome back. We missed you last week. Ah, it's good to be back amongst the living. Uh, it's wiped out. The wow. Sickness going around. Yeah, man. the plague. Nobody yeah. cares. Ed O'Bannon told you to say hello <laughs> for you those know. that didn't hear last week's well, episode. For the interviewed. Uh, oh, yeah, the great the Ed O'Bannon. Ed yeah. O'Bannon is a great one. It was great. I just couldn't bring myself to be in studio with a UCLA person. That's wow. Ed's, wow. Great. Ed's great, though. That was a great episode. You <laughs> nice. guys did a fantastic job. <laughs> nice cover. Nice cover. All right. Let's talk some sports, shall we, gentlemen? Yeah. And I feel like there's no better place to start than the Lakers. Lakers. Woo! 
Lakers. Yeah, Lake even though they show? lost tonight. But anyways, they lost whatever. against the depleted Warriors. But yeah, but let's not let's not focus on that because they've been <laughs> doing pretty well since the All Star break, right? Yeah. Um. You know, I, I had this stat before they lost tonight's game, but I'm going to say it anyways because <laughs> I still don't know if it's true or not. Useless but, stat of the week by Victor <laughs> Costello. Yes, there it, it was. It's still a great stat as of this morning. I, I haven't checked it right now, but uh, the Lakers currently had a better record than 11 NBA teams. You guys. Wow. wow. Woo! Yeah, Murray sucks. Murray sucks. Murray sucks. Yeah. All right, let's just touch upon this Jamal Murray thing here. Uh, two times. Okay, so they played. This was the third time they played Denver this year. So in the first time they played Denver, the, uh, Jamal Murray at the end of the game, they were they were going to win the game. There was five seconds left. He dribbles up to the court and he dribbles around. It's gonna be kind of hard to explain on a podcast. He puts, but I just watched the video. He puts okay. the ball the on one side of yeah, Lonzo and then goes around. So yeah. kind of like he's he's, he's crossing him up. Him. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. Okay, and uh, the fun. Okay, here's a great thing: is when he once he does that, you see Julius Randle and Brandon Ingram turn and they go foul him. They like hit him hard, right? Because he was doing a, a jerk move. Mm-hmm. But from a different angle, you from a different angle that I just saw today. I've never seen this before. You see Luke Walton point. At Jamal Murray, basically telling Julius Randle and Brandon Ingram foul him oh, for really? what he did. Yeah, so I didn't realize that until today. Ooh. Yeah, so um, like so that, that so then you know everybody comes up and they you know Julius Randle's talking because you know, that's what he does. He talks the, smack. The millennial, and, let's fight. <laughs> <laughs> He, Come on, they, call it what it is. They smack each other. No, they don't smack. They, they, they puff out their chest, yeah. and then they start kind of jawing at each other all close, but nobody really wants to throw the first cut punch because they're all afraid. <laughs> That's Unlike a, Bryce Harper. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the ultimate millennial. He just proved his point. Oh. I was just finishing his sentence for yeah. him before he could get to it. And so the second time that they played, uh, Denver was up again. They're going to win the game. Jamal Murray goes to the free throw line, and before he walks up to the free throw line, you see, you see him saying something. And as he makes the two free throws, he kind of turns to the Lakers bench and yells something again. And Luke Walton goes off, like he goes onto the court, and like basically, you know, is like. I don't know what he was saying to him, but you see, you are not wa- a nice person. Yeah. I think that's what he said. <laughs> and so the referee has to get go there, and they, you know, they call him, they they bring him back to the bench, and Luke Walton's still just saying shit to the to the other side. You know, he's like da da da, whatever he's saying. Da, da, da. So then this was the third game. This was the big buildup to that. So uh, of course, LA fans, you know, welcome Murray with a bunch of booze and stuff. In the fourth quarter, a huge chant throughout. Like if you watch this, it's a. Uh, amazing thing to hear because it sounds like the entire Staples Center is yelling Murray sucks! Murray sucks! You know? And uh, so this time the Lakers win and the new guy, IT, Isaiah Thomas, is dribbling out the clock and as soon as the clock's about to end, he makes a a 20-foot, one-bounce pass straight to Jamal Murray. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so it's just good stuff. It's very petty, (laughs) but I love it. I absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's why I was it's fun chanting. to have a, a little rivalry going, even yeah. if it is a millennial rivalry. Li- <laughs> rivalry, Ben. Right. <laughs> I don't think let's, just, let's just agree so we can move on. <laughs> and to be fair, I don't think it's a millennial thing. I think that's just how professional sports are. Oh, no, yeah. That's totally. not how it used to be. Yeah, but no. Oh, know, Ted, Ben's, go. Ben's living in a Old world that, he, that he thinks he remembers. Tell us how yeah. it used to be. Yeah, I'm doing that 30 minutes just flying. <laughs> yeah. <and> <laughs> 
Uh, Hammer, you were in attendance at the uh, Cleveland game, at the, huh? the Lakers-Cavs game. I was actually in the building at Staples, and that was a really exciting game. My brother got me tickets for Christmas, so I got to go uh, watch a live Laker game. Go, go into more detail with that so we can draw this out even more, right, Ben? Yeah. <laughs> Well, you guys keep... don't know how to tell a short story. Uh, well, if you let now me Now you guys get are going to force Ben not to say anything. <laughs> what, what site did he use to buy the tickets? So we sat in the 200 section. They gave out jerseys that evening. They were white jerseys sponsored by Wish. <laughs> oh, wonderful. So, so we got some, some nice jersey giveaways with it. Uh, it was actually funny. On Twitter, someone asked. You guys are losing listeners as you speak. <laughs> Let the man talk. <laughs> Someone said, were there more riveting. LeBron James jerseys there than Laker jerseys? Which technically no, because there was a Laker jersey on every seat. So we were oh, covering on that's, that. That's on fair. That note. So yep. other than the free Lakers jersey. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the highlights of the night, my quick takeaways for Ben here. Quick. Just, I'll be quick. <laughs> Because the only podcaster who does not want to podcast over here. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I need to get my sleep. <laughs> it's so first it started with LeBron. The LeBron uh, ovation, he was well-received at Staples. So of course that tells was. you that the Laker fans, uh, it, there are two parts. One is LeBron is one of these guys, wherever, whichever stadium he goes to, he's likely going to get ovations because he's, uh, uh, you know, he kind of breaks um, – fan bases because you have LeBron jerseys everywhere. And the second thing is Laker fans are, are a smart fan base and they know that they're not going to boo this guy because this guy can potentially come to the Lakers. So he was very well received. So that's kind of my first takeaway. The The second takeaway was Julius Randle, who's just been on fire yeah. lately. He had yep. a great game, career high, 36 points. And, and, and the joke w that I was kind of making after the game is that was probably the worst thing that could have happened if you want LeBron to come to LA because everyone's going to say, we don't need LeBron. We just beat him. <laughs> Julius Randle is, is good enough. So, you know, the way he played that night, if he, if he plays like that every time, then, you know, Maybe just Paul George is enough, and they don't need a LeBron. And you know, you know what? They that, can still attract someone else. That's already kind of happening. At least, uh, you know, the Kamenisky brothers, they ran a poll on Twitter, and their options were, you know, a one through four, like, you know, LeBron, you lose, did it, you know, keep Randall, you don't get LeBron, you, you know, get rid of Dang. And con so the, all the options that were, you know, that might happen this, uh, this offseason. And, the one that won was keeping Julius Randle and not worrying about getting LeBron James. LeBron James? LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> this episode one brought to you by yeah. Lagavulin. <laughs> yeah. Well, there yeah. is only one, so it's, it's not plural. It, well, it's LeBron yeah. James, yeah. not LeBron yeah. James. That's what I was going with. Um, <laughs> so it's kind of interesting to, to see the fan base go from the beginning of the season, like, we have to do whatever it takes to get LeBron James, to like, I don't know if Maybe we we'll really be okay. want yeah. LeBron yeah. James. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and part of the reason I think is because he's such, I think we talked about it before, but he's such a ball dominant guy. And how exactly is he going to fit on this Lakers team? How is he going to help develop the other young guys? The young guys. It's going to yeah, be the LeBron show the, if he comes. Yeah, you don't want to take the ball away from Lonzo. Yeah, uh, so, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, hey, here's, 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 I'll throw a, a hook out for you, Ben. Yeah. I was not impressed with Lonzo. I did not like what I saw. I know he had a bad game uh, by his standards, but every time he shoots the ball, I cringe. You know, it's just that motion. Yeah, but Sean Marion had that same ugly shot, and he was a high scorer. So that doesn't bother me. It's 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 his personality that bothers me. But he me. clanked one off. <laughs> his personality? He clanked, off the court. He clanked one off the side of the backboard. Oh. So I, I, don't, I don't think it gets much uh, worse than that. Yeah, but so, he, he had just come off a hot shooting streak, too. Yeah. So, uh, 
again, he's he's only a rookie. His defense has actually been really well. He he um against Denver, anybody that he went against, uh, he shut him down. Like anybody that he was set to defend, okay, he don't shut exaggerate. Him down. He doesn't shut people down. They have no, bad shooting did. days when he's guarding him. No, because they would switch out. It wasn't the same player every time. So, uh, so when Denver, when when he guarded somebody from Denver, Denver, they only shot four from, four for twenty one when he when he was guarding him. So he's actually a much better defender than people give him, gave him credit for when he was coming into the NBA. Well, LeBron, and, LeBron just danced right around him like he wasn't there. Whenever the well, that does happened. to anybody though. <laughs> that's LeBron. Yeah, James. that's LeBron. That's, that's not. Fair. Yeah, that's not. I mean, even Randall wouldn't be able to stop uh, LeBron James. Yeah, but still. <laughs> <laughs> I rest my case. Good night, everyone. <laughs> we have 30 minutes yet? Ben, you haven't oh, chimed geez. in at all on Lakers talk. Is that because you know if you start talking, we'll we'll be going three hours long? Yes. <laughs> oh, man, this is you horrible. You need to contribute. What are your thoughts? Are, are these Lakers, I know you don't want LeBron. Are they good enough, or what, what do you think they need? I, I think you upgrade. I, I talked about it last week. I think you pick up Paul George. I think you you stick with Randall. You ride the dang contract out, and then if next year there's a potential uh, free agent that comes about that's not LeBron James, you may be able to get him for maybe slightly under max contract, and which may be good enough. And so you can keep Randall. You don't have to renegotiate the dang deal. So I think there's a lot of options. I I, I wouldn't jump into the LeBron train, you know, right the, away. Yeah, the Lakers had a, have a lot of leverage right now, and that's the good thing. And the you know, I was listening to uh, the Bill Simmons podcast, and he he made a, a great point. He said the Yankees, the Cowboys, and the Lakers are three teams that can turn it around at any moment. Yeah, just because those are te- destinations where players are going to want to play, they're going to have money to throw at players, and so I, I agree that the Lakers, even without getting LeBron, are, are putting themselves in a good. Situation. I think the Lakers lost that illustrious, you know... But it's coming back with Magic and... Exactly. It's because the management was so bad, and Mm -hmm. I think that management has fixed itself. We're no longer talking about it every day in the newspapers. And so I think that players now look and they say L.A. is a nice destination. looks like they've got their shit together. You know, they're they're starting to head in the right direction, and by the end of the season, I think they're going to be at or above 500. Yeah. Hot takes. I like the sound of that. There you go. (laughs) A very positive of you, Ben. Yes. Very uncharacteristic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I like it. Do we have any more Lakers to discuss before we move on? It, Julius Randle, man, this guy's been on fire, right? I mean, we, we kind of brought him up fire. a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And um, it, it really is making it hard on, on, on the Lakers. <laughs> well, the knock on him was always, can he do it? He's shown flashes, but he's not doing it consistently. He has a lot of knocks. He can't catch the ball. <laughs> he can't, you know, like, he's got the smallest hands in the league. <laughs> Agree to disagree. <laughs> and, and Isaiah Thomas is on this team. Yeah. I mean, those are small hands. Yeah. <laughs> Julius Randle? Dude, the guy has no hands. He really, literally, like, you can throw him a pass and he's stone hands. He'll drop it. He's, like, well, and some people do say the turnovers are worried, but yeah. when he was making himself, he was asserting himself in the game. So any player who asserts themselves is going to have turnovers because you're, they're trying to make things happen. So I think that's fair given the contributions he's had lately. But cons- consistently, um, yeah, he didn't. Especially bring it every since night. since the trade, he's been bringing it yeah. more often. So I think that's that's what's making it hard. Well, and I read an article that basically said that once he pretty much just let the noise go away, he focused on what he was going to do on the court rather than worrying whether he was going to get traded or what his future was going to be. He said, "Listen, I don't care if it's with the Lakers or if it's going to be some for other, some other organization. Ball. I just need to go out there and take care of business." And so I think once he did that, that's when what that's when he started to turn the corner. Yeah, you know, actually, I the beginning of the season, I had shared a story that uh, John Ireland told on the radio, and I think that 
this is actually one of the biggest reasons as well. Um, I think, you know, everything else is, is correct. But um, he told a story. He was talking to Luke Walton. And at the beginning of the season, Julius Randle was, you know, playing sparingly, you know, getting 20, 25 minutes a game. And uh, Luke Walton had told him the story of the Golden State Warriors with uh, with Kerr and um, Draymond Green and how Kerr had approached him in his rookie year, sophomore year. I forget what, what year it was, but he had told him, this is what I want from you. Okay, I want you to come off the bench, but I want you to be the spark off the bench. And I want you to come in for 10 minutes, do the best that you can. Don't worry about getting tired because we're going to get you out of there before you get tired. And I want you to play so well that I ha- you're going to force my hand to put you in the starting lineup. And, and apparently that's exactly what Luke Walton told um, Julius Randle at the beginning of the season. He told me for word for word pretty much that. He learned and, that from Phil Jackson because that's what he did with Mark Madsen and a couple other players. Like that's That was sort of the idea was but, but get with, that energy but, you put in and Phil, take it out. But yeah. with Phil, it wasn't to get them into the starting lineup. Okay. Yeah, with Madsen... That's Matson was never going to be the starter. He was never he never had that talent. So he told him, "Yeah, go. You're only going in for ten minutes, so go sick." But at the same time, they didn't have the talent where they were going to be yeah, the starter I think, eventually. I think Kerr and Walton saw in both of these players that they had the ability to do it, but there was something missing because Randall has always been um, a talented guy, but he, sometimes his mind seemed to fade. Sometimes it seemed like he didn't care about the game, and all of that has changed this year. And I think it was partly because of what Luke Walton did was like, come out, give me your best, make play so well that I have to put you in the starting lineup. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. And now Julius is in the starting lineup and flourishing. So, yeah, I think John Ireland was 100% correct on that story. It's pretty crazy. He predicted it. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to John Ireland. Big head John Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Peanut head John Ireland. <laughs> Anytime you want to come on the show, John. Yeah, yeah. John. We'd love Please to have do. You. Please do. Do. Right there. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you what, we're going to take a break. We're going to get liquored up with a little more energy when we come back. And uh, we're going to talk some Dodgers, Angels, Kings, and of course, got to mention Galaxy and LAFC. Oh boy. That stings. That stings. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be right back. To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today. We are back. We're back. Ben's here. Yes. Ben hey. Garcia. Hey, hey there Good he to is. See you, buddy. Welcome how to about, the club. Uh, how about a little whiskey? Yeah. I, I got a little heavy-handed there with your pour little, for the yeah. second I'm half. Taking, yeah. I'm taking Uber home because yeah. you poured oh, yeah. the top yeah. of my glass. <laughs> you know, cheers, cheers, cheers. Wanted you to, you know, feel welcome and thank and you, warm and fuzzy, and I appreciate yeah, all it. that good stuff. Hey, one thing we forgot that we mentioned uh, during the break. Rams made a big signing. Darren Basa, why don't you oh tell us about it? Oh, my gosh. You know what? This offseason, Les Snead has really had an active role in putting a great team together. And I'm actually excited for what this team is going to bring uh, next season because uh, the season hasn't even started. And uh, I'm going to read to you what has been done since the this, last two weeks or so. Yes. So Wait, nice. before, before you get there, just yeah. out of curiosity, we've all watched the movie Major League. Mm-hmm. And remember how they sucked so that they can move? 
And remember when Les Snead first came in, all of us were talking about how he needs to be fired, or yes. maybe it was just me because of the Jared Goff thing. Now all of a sudden he's this executive that Mastermind. you guys are like saying this guy's the best game ever, <laughs> best guy ever. Was he just sucking so that they can move to Los Angeles before he stepped up his game? Or like, what's the deal? <laughs> I blame <laughs> Jeff Fisher. <laughs> this well, all goes well back done, to Fisher. Jeff. Well done, Jeff. <laughs> I, I, I don't think, know how that works, but I, I think blame it's Jeff a, Fisher. It's Doc Rivers syndrome. When Doc Rivers was in Boston. Um, Everyone talked about how he was a terrible coach and they didn't understand now yeah. he had a job and then he got the big three and all of a sudden yeah. he's he's a master, he's an NBA mastermind. I think the Rams got the right pieces, got the right coach, got the right coaching staff. And now it's working. And now it's working. So, you know, Snead is, is putting enough. the right pieces in position, uh, but the team is performing. So, uh, yeah. so he's going to look better when the team performs well. So yeah. I think it's... Officially dubbed Doc Rivers syndrome. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. And since 2017, the second Jeff Fisher has uh, left the building, you know, less need, he was practically out the door. He does a great job uh, with hiring some veterans, Andrew Whitworth. He does a great job with... Um, J.G. Wentworth. <laughs> <laughs> with Whitworth. He does some great contract talks with uh, Robert Woods and Sammy Watkins. He does some great job also with the draft. So, you know, this kind of believes that, you know, hopefully for the 2018 season that he's just going to do just as well of a job. And so far, he has. And we discussed a few weeks ago about Marcus Peters, a cornerback that the Rams really needed. But since then... There's been a lot of moves. And just to give you guys a little bit of what's been going on, defensive end uh, Robert Quinn was released. We're going to be saving about $11.4 million against the cap. Alec Ogletree signed with the Giants. LaMarcus Joyner is tagged for $11.2 million. Long, slap, long snapper Jake McQuaid also resigns with the Rams. Lance Dunbar released. Cornerback Sam Shields uh, picked up from Green Bay. And we just said... Five-time Pro Bowl cornerback Akib Talib joined the Rams. Yeah. Oh, that's a big name. I hate yeah, that is a big name. I hate yeah. that guy. Oh, you just hate oh, him because yeah. of... Uh, the, he's uh, the kind of guy Bronco. that you hate unless he's on your team. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I'm a Raiders fan, him. and right. he, was dis he, he was dissing one of my boys. Right. Yeah. yeah. Good. Well, just, good. I like him he, even more because he, of that. <laughs> he yanked his chain. Just don't wear those gold <laughs> chains on the field. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Uh, let's keep on going. Uh, let's see. Uh, Sammy Watkins signs with the Chiefs. That's going to hurt you. Coleman. That's fine. Three signs for three years. Tremaine Johnson signed fine with the that. Giants. And finally, Derek Carrier signs with the Oakland Raiders. All of this done before the new league years, which officially, officially started today. So uh, hmm. the Rams have uh, been on a tear. Definitely so, so Sammy Watkins NFL. leaving, that hurts you guys, doesn't it? He didn't we, do much. Is Cooper Cup going to be your number I mean, one? He, well, but he was well, the one that created double teams yeah. to free up other right. guys. So even though you may not have been throwing right. to him, offensively, from an offensive game plan standpoint, he created opportunities for others. It's a move that I'm I'm kind of worried about because I wasn't worth franchising tagging him for about $16 million or so. But in the meantime, his numbers only put up eight touchdowns and 560 or so some yards. So I think it's a piece that we can probably lose. He's replaceable. Yeah, he's replaceable. He's replaceable. I, I yes. think we could we could draft. A, we, we shore somebody up during well, the draft. Snead has shown Apparently, that he can draft a, a wide receiver in the second, third, fourth round. Yeah, that uh, that can be decent at least. Oh and, yeah. Well, apparently, fill in that hole. Um, Useless stat of the week by um, Victor yeah, Costello. I'm trying to Google because I'd read an second, article about and I can't find it, but I've read an article about a rookie that the Rams are really high on, that they had last year. And that's one of the reasons why they weren't afraid of letting Sammy Watkins go. And I, I don't have the name of the guy. Johnson. Okay. Is that what it is? Yeah. yeah, and they're really, really high on him. They, they think he can fill Sammy Watkins' role because, again, he, he just needs to stretch out the defense. Apparently, he's really fast. So um, apparently, they already have that guy. 
Yeah. Well, if Johnson can go ahead and pick up where Sammy Watkins left off, then so be it. But yeah. you know what? They're going to still need some somebody in the draft to uh, go yeah. ahead and. Uh, Don't get me wrong. Sammy insurance. Watkins, I mean, is great and added value to the team. But for what we would have had to pay him. Yeah. To keep him for that role, right. I think we can... And he'll be hurt we by week better. three anyway. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I think that we lose. guys said last as many week. Seasons or last as year. Last yeah. Year. yeah. Yeah. The only thing that we lose, though, is that second round draft pick for this year, though. Because that's what we gave up to acquire Sammy Watkins. Oh, well. Oh, well. <laughs> you know, did you hear the biggest news, though? What's that? Case Keenum is coming oh, yeah. back to L.A. Case I saw Keenum. that. Yeah. He's coming back to L.A. When when the Broncos play the Chargers. That's <laughs> so, Besa, excited about these moves overall? Any concerns? Uh, overall, I'm excited. Uh, the one move that I probably would hurt the most would be uh, Alec Ogletree. Yep. He's a captain on the team. He's the type of guy that, when you have a 4-12 and season like we did in 2016, he's the type of guy that really gets everybody motivated to uh, go ahead and continue. But uh, What was the thinking there? Why did we do that? Um, money, right? There's money involved, but more so, he didn't quite fit the schemes. He 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 didn't tackle as well as many people. I thought he would either tackle high, tackle low. He would never really go for the midsection, and he would have those missed opportunities to go ahead Who and get somebody down. Who cares where you go as long as you tackle the person? See, that's the problem. He wouldn't. He right. would always get those missed tackles. Oh, he would miss yeah. the tackles. Yeah. He's the type of guy who'd buy the another defensive back sometime. Then he should join the Raiders because we do it all the time. <laughs> all right. Perfect. And I actually found a stat that uh, backs up why the, the Rams would let him go. He was ranked... Third useless stat of the week by Victor Costello. <laughs> yeah. He was ranked... Vader's on fire. Yeah. He was ranked 830th at 856 d- defensive players. See? So oh, wow. it's just a big That's name good, that right? he was. It's not necessarily it's not. what he was doing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So... Bye. I love it then. Yeah. That's like having Steve Nash on your team. <laughs> in his 19th NBA season. <laughs> All right. Good stuff, Besa. Moving on. Victor, you had some thoughts on the Dodgers. Well, this is a Victor Costello heavy podcast today. <laughs> yes, it is. Well, you know, if you want to chime in, by all means, please. I'll, I'm doing my free. best, but I'm disappointed that Eric, after t- taking a week off, hasn't uh, prepared the way he normally does for this podcast. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> It's because he's too busy moonlighting with Josh Gessman no, you know, over on the corner of the I've been on the show twice. Uh, you two <laughs> guys are acting. Josh probably doesn't even want me back Twice on. in the last week. <laughs> Whatever, Hammer. I noticed you didn't wear a suit for us this week. No, you don't deserve it. I, I brought, an, um, <laughs> brought an umbrella. I knew it. <laughs> you did. An inverted umbrella. umbrella. Uh, <laughs> all right, sorry, Vic. We, I just, uh, oh, yeah. No, no. For just more hot it's, umbrella it's, talk. It's, yeah. <laughs> It's it's nothing ahead, big. Nick. It's just that the only news that came out really was that the 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 Dodgers were able to um, resign is the wrong word renew uh, Corey Seager and um, Bellinger's contract. So like that was a hard decision, <laughs> right? But the the good thing about that is they're still really cheap. Yeah, so they were able yeah. to renew them under a really cheap um, contract. So I mean that helps them out in the long run. So yeah, it was nice to see them. Uh, Keep these guys in, which obviously, as Ben sure. said, was not you know big surprise. But the good, the great thing was how cheap they were able to keep them on the team. So, yeah, let's go. I want to start the season. I know. I yeah. just, I just want to start the season. Oh, yeah, yeah. What do you got? A couple more weeks? Yeah, I think fourteen more days oh. or something like that. Yeah. All right. We're getting close. And yeah. we'll shelf the rest of it until then. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Yeah. Exciting stuff. All right. The Kings. Well, what about helping to fair and balance? Weren't you going to talk oh, angels yeah, for like a second? <laughs> oh, and, well and, done, and, and you're mad at me for <laughs> not preparing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you see 
that Jeff was like, I've got That's nothing right. to say. Let's just bypass it completely. I was doing that for you, Ben. Oh, thanks. You, yeah. You said 30 and minutes, and we're trying to do it for 30 minutes. No, but if Ben wants to talk angels, we're going to talk angels. How's Sean High doing? Oh, my gosh. Sh- Nobody's, show nobody high? knows who Show and High is. Is that a Show and High? I'll get it right by the end of the season. <laughs> show High. I haven't watched a second of spring training because my good friend Victor Costello once told me. Yeah, why stress yourself out? spring training. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you want to ask how Shohei is doing, <laughs> hey, <he's, laughs> he has an ERA of about six point seven five. Oh, wow! So, if you're going to ask me if there's a little bit of concern, uh, I'm going to be honest with you. I think there is a little bit of a concern. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of adjustment between culture, between moving out here to MLB. I mean, I don't know what kind of pitches they throw over there in Japan, but I'm sure there's a wide variety. Apparently not curveballs. Apparently not curveballs. <laughs> that's all everybody was talking about. Oh, yeah. I'm going to not say anything racist right now. <laughs> oh. Say it. Say it. <laughs> Hammer. <laughs> Gonna avoid, avoid wow! <laughs> the fact that you were thinking something racist. Yeah, Darren's time right is racist. here. That's, that's, that's right here. He said that's it. I don't know what kind of pitches they throw over there. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning they I apparently they don't have a much variety. But you know what? As Vic said, it's only preseason. Yeah, it's only preseason. Yeah. That's right. We're still winning the World Series. I know it. Okay. All right. <laughs> moving on. You heard it here first. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk some Kings. Of course, for all your King's news, you go to the King's Realm podcast, our sister station. Our sister show. Sister show. (laughs) Shout out to Hammer for that one. Well played. Uh, The King's, Vic. So are they still holding on to yeah. a uh, playoff yeah, opportunity? We might be losing $20, yeah. The weird thing about hockey is, so they have this thing called uh, point differential, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really simple math, so I actually understand it. <laughs> it's just how many goals you scored compared to how many goals you've you know uh, allowed in. And the Kings are barely hanging on to a playoff spot, yet they're in the plus 26. So they've scored 26 more goals than they oh, went wow. in, which is weird, right? Is Especially that just can, that they win big when they yeah. win? But yeah. when they and lose, they're losing they, close. They yeah. lose big also. <laughs> they've had some oh, really? pretty I'm big sure, losses. Yeah. They have recently, yeah. Um, but one of the big reasons for their... They've been kind of playing 500 better. Ball. No, they've been playing better than 500 ball recently. And, and part of that is, is Jeff Carter finally returned. And uh, in his... Um, Last nine games, he has eight points, so he has six goals and two assists, and uh, that's part of the big reason why they're doing a lot better right now. Well, Jeff um, Carter was the reason why James was so on board for the Kings making the right. playoffs this yeah. year. Right, from the sister show. and um, <laughs> <laughs> Slide that in. So, I mean, yeah, they're playing better right now. Uh, again, I I don't know. They're, they're, I hate to... You know, be this up and down person, but they are kind of making you think that they might be able to make some noise uh, in the playoffs. You know, I don't still don't think they're going to win the whole thing, but uh, they might cause some problems in the playoffs. So we'll see what happens. All right, Kings. Yeah, yeah. go yeah. Kings. Good stuff. How, that's never mind. <laughs> <laughs> that's part for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Go Kings, go. All right. Well, for the rest of your Kings news, you go to the Kings realm. Listen to that show. They added a host. Oh, yes. And, Michael and, Timoney. Shout out to him. I'll tell you, it, I think it's it's made the show even better than it was before. Wow, nice. nice. Yeah, I nice. think having that, nice. that, that extra voice really yeah. does help them out. Perfect. Awesome. Shout out to Michael. Good stuff, guys. Keep it up. All right. Before we get out of here, we do need to mention the Galaxy and LAFC. Two Ooh. soccer teams. However, for your soccer news... 
you go to the corner of the galaxy. He's he's not wrong. <laughs> oh, that was good. Josh Gessman is a great host. Oh, he is. He is. Awesome. He's, he's good. Awesome. He's real good. But if you listen to Josh and you still want more soccer news, <laughs> then you go to Guys in Shorts FC. That's what we are. We're a great option C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. We come with a different Perfect. take. We're we like Isaiah Thomas take. off the bench. There you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we we uh, we recorded our, our latest episode. We're now two weeks in to Major League Soccer. We had uh, LAFC get off to a hot start. The Galaxy uh, went hot and cold. So kind of an interesting take there. So listen to guys in shorts FC. Yeah. Well, you'll hear us go a little bit more in depth. Hey, hot and cold means they scored a goal and gave up a goal. <laughs> they scored <laughs> some goals and gave up some goals. Yeah. <laughs> they, they won a game and they and they lost a the game. They won their home opener, lost their most recent away game, which you know was somewhat expected. Yeah. And no ties yet. No ties yet. No ties yet. And why? CFC. NYCFC. Oh, okay. Too many letters. You know what? That's why I could never be an LAFC fan, and I'm going to stand strong with the Galaxy, is I cannot root for the laziness of just naming your team so, LAFC. So listen to Guys in oh. Shorts FC. That's all right. You know what? There's only... Uh, <laughs> Jeff, <laughs> you're turning on Will Ferrell. Yeah. there's. Uh, you really are. I, I, and Magic Johnson. If, you know Matt what? If, Johnson, they, Ham, if they had Ham, said yeah, yeah. to Will yeah. Ferrell, come up with a name, I guarantee you he would have come up with a better name LAFC. in three seconds better than no, LAFC. LAFC has laugh in it, which I'm sure the Galaxy fans will will use some, at some point. The only oh. reason... Um, that's all right, Jeff. We don't need you. There's, a, there's still only one team in Los Angeles professional sports that's undefeated, and that's you know, LAFC. So. Oh, oh. Two games in, and he's already <laughs> and bragging went, about yeah. the winning streak. They, they beat the Seattle Sounders. <laughs> Karma. They did. Karma. They did. Oh, they ben. did. Yeah. Well yeah. done, Ben. Well Last done. year's MLS champions. Who'd they beat wow. this week? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Real Madrid. Salt, Salt Lake. Lake. Oh, but I'm glad oh, you know Madrid. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And they beat him big time, right? Oh, yeah. Five to one. Five good to stuff. one. Yeah. Ben, oh. that's a game that you should watch. It should be. <laughs> Is this the real deal, or oh, is the sample size too small? No, here's Listen too small. to Guys in Shorts FC, oh. the lazily named Guys in Shorts FC. Thank you, Jeff, <laughs> uh, to find out w- w- what you think. See, that's clever. I feel like that's clever. <laughs> when we call it that, it's clever. But, uh, but for a soccer team, come on. You're better than that. Don't be lazy. <laughs> a multi-thousand dollar club? Yeah, exactly. Put a <laughs> little more effort into it. Club. Like Galaxy, great name. Love it. The possibilities are endless. Yeah, because when you think of Los Angeles, you know. You think of the galaxy <laughs> of possibilities. Absolutely. No, they're going for the galaxy of stars. R.I.P. Stephen Hawking. Oh, yeah, Hollywood. galaxy of stars. Oh, Hollywood, you get oh. it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Is that really what it's for? Yes. Oh. That's really what it's for. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even better, Jeff. Even I was, better. I was, I was laying that out for Even Eric to respond, but, better. you know, whatever. <laughs> Eric, Eric's I, pulling I, a Ben from I the first half an hour ago. <laughs> Tuned out. Eric was talking about Stephen Hawking. Listen, you guys said I wasn't going to do a full Galaxy update. Yeah. I checked out. Yeah, he's there you he's go. looking out the window to see if it's raining, whether he has to use his umbrella or not. Oh, brother. All right. We better cut our losses and get out of here. We are Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. You can find us on Facebook. Our website, guysinshorts.com. We got a store up there. You can buy all your guys in shorts merch. Hey, leave a voicemail for us. 562-450-3356. Of course, you can subscribe to us at Apple Podcasts. Review us up there. Don't base us just off of this episode. Please <laughs> go back and listen to last week's episode. Do it again. Run it back. Ed, Ed O'Bannon. That was a great one. Or literally any other episode. And give us five stars. <laughs> Wow. 
And also be sure to tune into the King's Realm, our sister show, and also Guys in Shorts FC. Yes, find you guys us, are doing a good show. Yeah, thank you. Find us on Twitter at GIS Soccer Show. Oh, that one was a little more clever. All right, <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> great job, great job all around, gentlemen. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. Guys, I just Googled Rams wide receivers, and there's not a single guy named Johnson on there. <laughs> How is there an NFL team that doesn't have a guy named Johnson? That's that's why you're not winning a Super Bowl. They do, just not at wide receiver. <laughs> oh, we yeah, need to John Johnson. <laughs> the safety, you know. I think it was the safety, safety wide receiver. Uh, all right, we're fact checking Darren from now on. <laughs> I just swore there's a Johnson.